Blog Talk Radio. We live, Carrie. Well, we are, Jan. Hi, it's good to be Keith. here. I know it's been a it's been a heck of a day getting here, but I'm grateful. Any day above ground is a good day. <laughs> so, anyway, and uh, I'm glad you're here. And I know it's been a challenge for you and I both past couple of days, but the bigger the challenge, the bigger the joy. How about that? Um, good. Yeah, because overcoming them, you go, oh wow, I got it done with God's help. Definitely with me. Anyway, so um, yeah, I don't know with you as well. But uh, I feel like I make a lot of mistakes. And you said God doesn't get mad at me, right? So, he doesn't get mad. Okay, that's good. Because I was like, I doubted him. And I said, you said you would get it done. You would do it. And it's not done yet, right? And I said, <laughs> and, and he said, he said, it's done. I go, no, it's not. And then all I heard crickets, right? Nothing. And then I looked again, and there it was, done. Okay, you know, it was on my email. Right? So thank you. <laughs> all right. Let's get started. Okay. Do you mind? No, not all. It's your show. Go for it. <laughs> I want to talk about Apostle Paul, Apostle, Preacher Paul, Gospel Paul, the man named Paul. He wrote about 13 books of the Bible. So he's more writer than anybody that, that uh, that's in the Bible. But I don't want to talk about him. And uh, he starts off in Romans 12. Romans is a book in the Bible. He says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God. That's what Tears talk about, the mercies of God. No, present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Most people are afraid. No, I'll put it a different way. Therese talks about my daughter, talks about the happiness of God. God is always in, in happy, 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 happy. But, you know, Paul says, for me, for to me, live is Christ, and to die is gain. Is all happiness there? For to me, to live is Christ. And to die is gain. That's found in Philippians 1, chapter 1, verse 21. Most people focus on the second part of the verse, to die is gain. To die is gain, that means you. Paul says, if I die, it's a gain to me. And consequently, the joys of heaven. But it should, but we should not Overlook what he what comes before. Three has uh, just witnessed that. She says to God, "said God is not done." God said, "It is." They argue back and forth. Now, I don't I don't think you should argue with God, but I think you should respectfully go to Him and ask Him, and then believe what He says. The importance of the phrase "live is Christ." Cannot be overstated. Sometimes, or a lot of times, we don't think about what this, what we're, what we're asking God to forgive us for. Come into our hearts and live. But that is to live is Christ. It means doing what Christ wanted. Live is Christ. Supposed to be able to not be mad and angered and happy and 
sad and all this and argue all the time. But you're supposed to be what God says, to live is Christ. To live is Christ. That means you're supposed to be like Christ-like. That's how you're supposed to live. If you die, it's, of course it's gain. In this day, Apostle Paul is saying that everything he has tried to be and everything he is and everything he is far to being pointed to Christ. I'll say that again. Everything he's tried to be, everything he is, everything he is far to, being pointed to Christ. From the time uh, of Paul's conversion until his martyrdom, every move he made was aimed at advancing the knowledge of gospel, advancing the knowledge, gospel, and church of Christ. Paul's senior aim was to bring joy, glory, Joy to Jesus. That's what he says. I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, that you present your body. You know, we talk about living for Christ and asking Christ to come and live with us and the Holy Spirit and God to live in our hearts, to guide us and direct us and give us a life eternity. And that's all we have to have. We just ask for it and he gives it to us. We believe in Christ Believe in everything you've done, and he gives it to us. But then, to live is Christ. To live is Christ. Means we proclaim the gospel of Christ. At Romans twelve one says, "We are not our own. We have been bought with a price." In other words, when you ask Christ to come into your heart, the Holy Spirit to lead and guide, and direct you. And God to save you. You have been bought. What did you, how did he buy you? I'll tell you what he did. I had a brother that died in his service. He was awarded a, a very high medal. We'll have a probably a, a medal of honor. I had to be in the officer there to reward him with it, with, to, to, advance his, to advance his gospel. But he gave his life for 28 men. I mean, that's great. I, I wish I could have said not. I wish I could say it, but I, Lloyd went out there and he postured himself in dangerous ways and saved twenty-eight Marines. Christ didn't know you, still didn't know anything about you, but there you hung on a cross and he died to defeat the devil, to defeat sin, to defeat death. And it all for you, for you personally. That's what Paul's saying. To live is Christ. Means that we proclaim the gospel of Christ. I'm asking anybody that's listening today, or will listen later. Are you are you proclaiming the gospel of Christ? Paul said, "I will beseech you, making you brothers, preaching in synagogues." called in. Preach at work. Preach at preach at a grocery store. Preach in everywhere you are. Don't be afraid to reach out to people with a gospel. Are you going to be criticized? Of course you are. To me, to live is Christ. 
you can be criticized. But what did, what did Paul say? To live is Christ. In other words, become Christ-like to everywhere you are. I catch myself. I'm really, really I'm listening, li- living here in Seville, Tennessee. And I'm ministering to a, a group of Jews. Is it hard? Yep. I mean, is it criticized? Yep. I have to seek solemn by myself sometimes just to get through the day. I'm not bragging on me because God, you know, God got me going these Jews 20, 22 years ago. But to live is Christ. And I get criticized. Well, what about this gene? What about that gene? I'm a, I'm a sinner, save my grace. I don't believe in Christ. I believe in God. I'm trying to believe in God. But to live is Christ means we proclaim the gospel of Christ. His message, Paul's message, was constant. Jesus is Jesus and Him crucified. He brought the message of Christ's sacrifice to kings, soldiers, statesmen, priests, and philosophers, Jews and Gentiles. Can you put yourself in that sentence? I, Gene, brought the message of Christ to sacrifice to kings. I don't have the ability. I mean, I have the ability, but I don't have the audience to bring it to kings. The soldiers I do, statesmen, priests, philosophers, Jews, and Gentiles. I was going to the other day to a Jew. These Jews I'm living around me around. And this, both of you jumped on me like, I mean, this, oh, see, you're stupid. You're a nice guy. You're good. I enjoy being right. But do you have to preach all the time to me about Jesus? I believe in God. Am I going to hell? I'm not saying you're going to hell. I'm not believing anybody has to go to hell. If you don't accept Christ, you go to hell. That's, that's, that's necessary. He would preach to literally everyone who would listen. I may have told you this. You may have said it before. I had a, a professor in my seminary. He's from Wales. And if you listen, you've heard this before, listen to it because it means a lot to me. He walked out and he had a young guy. He walked out in the middle of the street and lay his hat down. And underneath the hat, he'd place something very precious to him. He'd walk around and he'd shout. I don't know how to say you have to do that, but he did. That's it. That's how he got it necessary. By the way, he was going to school and he later on to be a doctor. And he walked around that hat and he'd point to it and he'd say, it's alive, it's alive. And he'd, he'd say it enough times, walk around enough times where people come and say, what the world's wrong with this crazy guy? And he said, what's alive? He picked up his hat and there was the Bible. But he had his fearless. And God rewarded him with education, with health, until he died. And to me, it's a precious thing to me. I was under his guidance of teaching. I love to imitate him because he believed in Christ. Everything that Jesus did and said, that's what Paul wanted to say and do. I want to say that one more time. Everything that Jesus did, 
and said, that's what Paul wanted to be, what to say. To me is Christ. Church, church benefited from his godly example. All of my examples are followed the examples of Christ. What would Jesus do? There was a saying that well, a few years back. Would Jesus do that or something like that? To live in Christ means that we pursue the knowledge of Christ. We want to know Christ better and better each day. Not just to set us facts about Christ, but Christ himself. I want to know Christ. Yes, another power in his resurrection and participation in his sufferings. Becoming like him in death. And so, somehow, attaining the resurrection from the dead. To live in Christ means that we're willing to give up everything that prevents us from having Christ. Paul's testimony to this is in this regard. For whatever we gain, to me, now I now consider loss. Whatever we gain, to me, I now consider as loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything I lost because of suppressing worth, knowledge, new Christ. Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I lost everything. I consider them garbage. That I may gain Christ and be found in him. Here is a man that's born again. Paul is on the road to Damascus. You know what he's doing in Damascus. He was going to uh, persecute Christians. And Christ appeared before him in a bright light. He fell to the ground and Paul said, what in the world is going on? I wasn't there, but then he gives a testimony about himself that our sacrifices for Jesus' sake would be paid, repaid a hundredfold. Paul looked up and Christ said, why are you persecuting me? Now, I want to remind you that Paul was a very educated young man. I mean, he had everything going for him. He lived and died for Christ. He lived and died as a as a man of remarkable intelligence. Maybe that's the reason God used him so highly. He never quit learning. Paul Christ said, Why are you persecuting me? What have I done to you? And Paul believed in Christ. And from that moment on, he was a changed man. And God used him mightily. 13 to 14 chapters, I mean books he wrote out of the New Testament. But Paul believed in God. He believed in Christ. He believed in the Holy Spirit. That's the reason why he said to live is Christ. Meaning he wanted everything focused on Christ. Christ is the center point of our mind, heart, Body and soul. Say that again. He's a, the point of it is, he's our mind, our heart, our body, and soul. To read it says, would God get mad at me? I don't get mad at any people. He's so above that. Mad and anger, but I'll tell you what he does. He gets just disappointed in you. He gets disappointed in me and obviously my daughter, whom I love very, very much. 
I don't know how, how much I love her, but all I can. You know, Paul was that exact, exact same way. Everything we do, we do for Christ's glory. As we run the race marked out for us, we lay aside every entangling sin. What do I mean by entangling sin? Things that you have to do, things that you want to do, and things you do, and all the world of distractions that you have. Paul fixed his eyes on Jesus. He is Paul's life. He's our life. He gave us the instructions on how to do it. Whatever I have gained, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as lost because of suppressing surprising worth of knowing Christ the Lord Jesus our Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and counted them as rubbish. In order that I may gain Christ be found in him, not having righteousness of my own. That comes from living under the law. But that which comes through faith in Christ. For me is Christ to die is gain. He wanted to be like Christ. He showed forth his faith in Christ. He talked to everybody about Christ. Are you talking to people about Christ? Or are you ashamed? Well, I'm not a preacher. I didn't ask you that. I said, are you talking to people about Christ? It rises from God that depends on faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings. Whoa, sufferings? Are you suffering for Christ? He said, I beseech you, brothers, that you present your bodies as your yourself, coming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain in Christ. Whatever gains to me, I now consider loss of the sacrifice. What I more I consider everything lost because the unsurpassing worth of knowing is Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. In other words, there was Paul, a very intelligent. Uh, I use terminology today, it would mean a lot, but it's unnecessary. You know how he is. The young man that was taught by Gamalia, the most uh, supposedly the, one of the best teachers in the Holy Land at that time. And Paul understood him. So he knew all about God. He knew all about the helmet. He knew everything. Not everything, but what I'm saying is he was knowledgeable. He was worthless. I mean, he was at worth about him. He knew things. And he lived and died for it. He was a knowing. He was knowing that Christ, that the, to him Christ was a hearsay, uh, uh, evil. He was, he was undermining the law. Christ, Paul believed in the law. He said, I consider them not garbage that I may forgain Christ. 
when he was finding himself believing in Christ, everything before him was garbage. To be found in him and not having righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which brought faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Do you want to know Christ? Do you want to be like Christ? You know, self protected as Christ? And you would say, it get the dying gain. Because you're with Christ then. But here on earth, we have to suffer. Are you suffering anything for Christ? Do you suffer at all? Why does why do, why do Paul have to say, I suffer for Christ? I know my reward is going to be in heaven. Yes, I know the power of resurrection and participation in his sufferings. Becoming like him in his death. And so somehow, I tell you, resurrection. What things were gained to me, those I count for loss of Christ. Yet doubtless, I count all things for loss. For the excellency knowledge of Christ Jesus, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. He was stoned, he was beaten, flying out of flying out of windows and trying to be killed. After he accepted Christ, was life easy for him? No, because God had a plan for him. And he knew that he was a man that could do the plan. Are you the man, lady, that Christ will know you can win? You're not going to win fame and fortune. Most people believe that fame and fortune comes by talking about believing in Christ and being like Christ and being in Christ. Then you can say, when it comes to death, I know I will, I forfeit my life for death, which is my promise that I live with Christ, live as long as I live. In death, I'll be favored for me. While alive, I'm trying to win people to Christ. In death, I have attained that victory. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, made conformable unto his death. By any means I may attain the resurrection of the dead. He said, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything is worthless. Compared infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything, counting it all garbage, so that I may could gain Christ and come one and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness to remain the law, but I become righteous to the faith in Christ. Do we live like that? Do we count everything as garbage? We talk about Christ. T so God, why did you tell me this is not true? There's, there's, there's fun, joy in being able to talk to God because you can talk to him. I can't talk to him. 
When you go before the great throne, there's God. You ask him questions. He'll answer. For God's way of making right with himself depends on our faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another, I will experience the resurrection of the dead. But what things were gained to me, I have gained loss for Christ. When he lost his worldly things, he can loss for Christ. Yes, indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellency of knowledge in Christ Jesus the Lord, whom I suffer the loss of all things and count them as rubbish. As Paul said, I didn't say it, Paul said, that I, may, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness. Well, people walk around town saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. You don't want to be like that. Be humble. Worship God. Worship Christ. Talk to him. My daughter talks to God, Holy Spirit, Jesus. And talk to him like he's your buddy. He is your buddy. He's your savior. He's your friend. The righteousness is from God by faith. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And one day he's coming back. Are you going to be there? One day you walk out on the cloud and blow this trumpet and Christians, people saved by God, will rise from the grave, rise from the earth, and go to heaven to be with him. That's called the rapture. If you don't believe in the rapture, it's okay. Don't believe in him. But if you save, you won't be there. Whether you believe it or not. Those things were important to me. But now I think they're worth, worth nothing because of Christ. What am I saying? All things. All things. Christ. Not just a few things, but all things. I think all things are worth nothing compared to the greatness of knowing Christ. Because of him, I have lost all things, and now I know they're worthless trash. This allows me to have Christ and to belong to him. Now I'm right with God, not because I follow the law, not because I follow uh, some of my spiritual things or, or church laws. Laws is faith in Christ. I want to know Christ and the power that raised him from the dead. I want to share his sufferings, become like him in his death. Then I have hope that I myself will be raised from the dead. What things were gained to me that I count loss for Christ? Verily, I count all things lost the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. Lord, for whom I suffer, lost all things, do not count them but refuse that I may gain Christ. He's saying, I want to know Christ in fullness. I want to, know, I want to picture myself as Christ. I want to live in Christ. I want people to see Christ living in me. 
but I'll have to suffer some. You know, we're saved and the power of his resurrection and all that, but we have been bought with a price. And that's what you do. You have been bought with a price. Will you live for him? I don't have to go out and preach in all over the world, but you have to preach next door. You have to preach at the bank. I was at uh, Dairy Queen at the last, uh, recently, and I said, uh, she said, you appear to be happy. I'm happy. I'm saved. Are you saved? And she laughed, and she says, he got me up this morning, and, you, and that's for me is what I live for. Every day when I get up, it's Christ living in me. So I can talk for the next two hours on living for Christ. I will leave it there. Because you have to believe that Apostle Paul, Preacher Paul, the man of God who wrote 13 books, I think at 13, he lived for Christ. And he, what was to be gained was death. He lived to live in Christ. He dies gain. Most people cry. I believe that if you if you live for Christ, you have to know Him. That's all I'm going to say, T. I hope uh, that you learn something. I learn more every day. And, uh, yes, yes, I did. Thank you, Daddy Jarris. I appreciate it more than you know. So, yeah, doing a daily walk with Christ, right? Right. You know, absolutely. And when you do a daily walk, you don't. I mean, I know you're talking about heaven, it being getting it when you get to heaven, but. We do a daily walk. Aren't miracles like a natural, natural thing that happens? You know. Well, miracles happen in your life because you believe in God, and God okay. grant, God gives you that. Right. Well, you can argue all day long about with God, but He doesn't get mad at you. Well, no, <laughs> I, I think I hurt his feelings, maybe. Okay. <laughs> you don't hurt his feelings. He's too, he's too big for that. He is. He's absolutely everything that you live and die for is God. I get it, and I love God. I love Jesus. I love Mr. Holy Holy Spirit. I love I love all of Heaven Lands. I love the Holy Family. That's what I you know. So I got I got that message the other day. Mother Mary, you know, she's she's a amazing amazing earthly mother of God, and you know we we talked about that before. But um, yeah, I do. But sometimes I I feel like like when you're talking, it's like you know, I, I don't I. When I'm talking to you, I go, "Wow, I get to do this today, right? I I, I get to do this workshop on uh, manifesting with God and and angels, and uh, I'm super excited about that. But I, you know, do I do I do a daily walk with God and think, well, I'll be happy or I'll be I'll, I'll enjoy and get and get my rewards in heaven? So the rewards are it's not things. It's like the rewards that we get in heaven are. Um, Oh, he told me about that. It's like about about people getting stuff, like uh, like being recognized. Maybe that's a better for for what you did here on earth, right? You get recognized in heaven for for really carrying his word out, right? Telling people right. about Jesus. Okay, so because sometimes I know, and I'm thinking about it right now. I know people are hearing, "I got to get my rewards in heaven. How am I going to pay my bills if I get the money up in heaven?" Right? 
I'm going to save money, right? Get it up in heaven. That's not what you're talking about, right? I don't think. <laughs> but, you know, but uh, my car needs fixed. How am I going to take, get it? Get, get my rewards in heaven. I get a rickshaw, I guess, and I get the car back in when I get to heaven. So can you say something about that? Because we've got a little bit of time. I fixed it where we do have a couple of minutes here. So share with us about that. Rewards in heaven. Okay. You get your, get your rewards for living in Christ in heaven. Okay. okay. All things are rewarded for in okay. heaven. You'll be there for eternity. Right. Do we have things on earth? Sure you do. Should we get our car fixed? Yes. Should we ask God to help us? Yes. We can ask all we want. That's the freedom we have in Christ. Okay. I agree we with don't that. Ha- we don't have people that we don't have uh, people that we uh, go to to pray for us. We can w- walk into the throne room and talk to God through the right. Holy Spirit. And then right. you can ask him all the things you need, and God will grant them to you. Yes. You know what I, I, I started doing? I write on one side. This is what I'm going to handle today, God. Can you handle this today for me? <laughs> me. So one side, I did that. I did that this morning. I started doing that a few days ago. Great, right? I'm going to do this, this, and this. Can you help me with this, this, and this, right? So that's one side, God's side. And it's that, my side. So if we want to, let's say this, um, you know, I, I've got to, I'm doing some volunteer work, right? So, um, and I want, you know, do I, I want God to help me with that, right? So I can, I can do that. And if I want to be wealthy like Warren Buffett and help other people, because, you know, unfortunately, until this changes, or fortunately, unfortunately, then you can be, you can, you can buy a rickshaw or you can buy a Mercedes, right? So that's not what you're saying. And I want to be really clear because people get confused about that, Dad, right? And you're well, like, you can get anything that the Holy Spirit lays on your heart to get. If you truly believe in God and truly believe in Christ, truly believe in the Holy Spirit, you can ask because the Holy Spirit prays for you. Yeah. But then the Holy Spirit will walk into the throne room and ask, tell God, say, God, you know, the Holy Spirit is God now. Right. Holy Spirit, and, and walk in the throne room and say, God, you know, he is asking for this. Because she wants to do this. Not worry things that, that you're, I mean, God, you don't want to worry things. You shouldn't want worldly things, but you should have the world's riches to give, to show people that God is real. Right. And God can be real if you believe in him and you worship him. If you worship him and you believe in him, then God is very real. Yeah, now, God is so real. Mr. Holy, he's real. Jesus is real. <laughs> Joshua, they're all real. I get it. Well, they're all one. I get that too. But, you know, thank you. That, that's really clear because I know people who are listening to this like, okay, got to get my riches in heaven and got to get the car fixed tomorrow. Would like to buy a new car Okay, I guess I've got to get the horse and pony or the rickshaw out till I get to heaven. Oh, T, I got to go. <laughs> All right. We love everybody. Give them your information. Somebody wants to talk to you, Dad. So. Or you can reach out to uh, my email is colonelabbott366 at gmail.com. I'll be happy to talk to you. How do you spell Colonel? C-O-L-O-N-E-L. If you're Marine, you know what a colonel is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, well, we all so come from the... Colonel place. Abbott, 366 at gmail.com.
I love each one of you. I love to talk to you. I guess I can give you my phone, but I will at another time. I'm praying about just punching my phone. I only get uh, probably 150, 200 emails a day. I try to get around to them, but sometimes I don't. But anyway, give me a call. I mean, give me an email, and I'll try my best to answer your questions if you have any. I love each one of you. I pray for you. I pray for this ministry. We pray that T and I get together on some things we have to do because God is real and we want to be with God. That's so great. long, people. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Love you. Love you, Daddy. <laughs>